What up, cryptids and milfs? I'm your host, Amanda. And I'm Ella. You're entering the sovereign country of Scully Nation, where the flashlights are flickery and the blazers are boxy. Hell yeah. Alright, so this is an X-Files rewatch podcast. The pilot of the pilot episode. The Our pilot, the X-Files pilot. Lots of pilots. Lots of pilots. Only one plane in the episode, but... That's true, but it had a good pilot. Mm-hmm. He got them through that turbulence. He did. Or she. Or she. Or don't, don't, don't assume. I'm sorry. The, the shtick of our show, I suppose, will be, I've seen The X-Files before. Uh, I've watched it through three times, and Amanda's only seen it, or she hasn't seen it at all. Yes, this will be my first time, so I will be experiencing <coughs> it in real time with no spoilers. Some spoilers. Well, some spoilers. But I basically don't know anything that happens. Yes. I watched the show for the first time when I was in, I think, 7th or 8th grade, because uh, my mom was a real OG fan uh, back from the 90s. It's her favorite show. So she had me watch it, and then we watched it, and we didn't watch it. I didn't watch it on TV, and I didn't watch it on VHS, but I think I watched it in the in the third best way to watch The X-Files is we did get the DVDs from Netflix once every week or so, four episodes at a time. So it's like the third best way to watch it, right? It also feels right. Yeah. You, you have to wait for it. You can't watch it all in one sitting. Nope. It's a little bit old school, at least now. Yeah. You're the only person left who gets DVDs from Netflix still. Yep. So. So I watched it then, and I don't think I finished the whole thing. I think I watched through, like, season seven or eight. And then when I was in college, then I watched the whole thing through uh, in preparation for uh, season ten. How did that go? Was <laughs> it worth it? We'll talk about that in six years when okay. we get to it. <laughs> okay. Um. But yeah, so then I have seen it through, or this will be my third time through, I believe. Okay. And then my main exposure to it is the fact that my parents watched it when it was originally on, Mm -hmm. and I'm currently 26, so the show is older than me. Yep. So when they were watching it, when it was super hot in the 90s, I was very young, and it did traumatize me because (laughs) I did... You know, I I don't know what time of day it was on or whatever, but eight PM Central would usually <laughs> probably. I think I was usually in bed, but occasionally I would wander downstairs and then I would accidentally see a scene that would traumatize me. Mm-hmm. Um, and even the theme song kind of scared me. If I'm being it's honest, spooky. It it's is scary. spooky. So I have a very specific memory, and this will be a fun running uh string. <laughs> That's not the word. Thread. Thread. Running thread throughout yeah. the podcast of uh, when we get to the scene that traumatized me. I'm not totally sure that it was the X-Files, so <laughs> it might not have been the X-Files, but I'm pretty sure it was, okay. and it involved an, I think an alien or a monster or someone attacking someone in a public bathroom and like shoving them to the ground yep. and like sucking their face, and that's all I remember. But it was very scary, <laughs> and so we'll see if I have any resurfacing of traumatic memories. Sure. That does feel like every single episode of the show. <laughs> I'm so. realizing that now. So it might, it might be a tough podcast for me yeah. if I'm uh, still affected like I was when I was, I don't know, five. Well. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. So we're going to go through. We'll watch an episode at a time. Uh, I'll, I'll try not to spoil things, but I have, I have already let slip uh, that they have a boss. <sighs> 
That was very upsetting to me. Their boss is not in the pilot, but I did tell Amanda that they're they have a boss so later on in the show. Now I know this guy exists. And uh, now I guess I don't know. Should I go through everything? Yeah, I, I think uh, for the first episode, it'd be fun if you just okay. just let us know everything yeah. that you've learned through cultural osmosis. What okay. what do you got? Okay, uh, give it to us. Big old will they? Won't they? Yeah, Mulder and the Scully. original. Will they, won't they? Well, maybe well, not the original. I mean, Cheers the song before this. Okay. But. The most popular? Definitive? Sure. Well, but Cheers is pretty definitive. I don't know. The second definitive. <laughs> the, the definitive of dramas. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, so that's, I know that. I know Chris Carter is an idiot, apparently, <laughs> although I don't know that for sure. You didn't know that yet, but. I don't know that yet, and I am reserving judgment, but mm-hmm. that's what I have gleaned from the culture. Sure. My understanding is that seasons like three to five or something, three, four, five, somewhere around there, are generally considered the best, and I think that's when Vince Gilligan is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are aliens, or maybe not, I guess. I don't know. I, don't I think know. I always thought that they were like definitely aliens, but I'm realizing now that that's probably not how the show is set up as I watch the pilot. Uh, I have heard that the new seasons are not living up to expectations, potentially. <laughs> They're not great. Not great. I just I just spoiled my opinion, but wow. whatever. <laughs> wow. And I feel like I don't know anything else about it, which is weird. Okay. What do you know about, like, I don't know, like the overall plot? Like any, like big plot points? No- nothing? I don't think I know anything. Okay. I mean, I assume there's government conspiracies. Uh, characters? Besides Smolder and Scully? Wow, okay. Have, I'm, coming in, okay. I'm coming in clean. Ooh. I don't know how I've avoided this. I'm sure once I'm watching it, yeah. probably I'll be like, oh yes, I've heard this referenced before, yeah. and now I know where it's from. And maybe I'm just not thinking of things right now, but I, yeah, I couldn't even tell you, like, the general arc of the show. Okay. I have no idea. That's, I mean, that's good for our podcast. I don't know. I feel like X-Files is more, it's more about the vibes, yeah. you know, than the overall plot oh wait i for, sorry one big thing that was i guess spoiled for me um uh-huh. dear stana <laughs> i'm familiar with okay. as a concept i'm sure we'll get into that more in the future did um, you watch that episode with us did, or did we just watch that I definitely scene? saw clips okay uh which i obviously don't remember the context or anything it's, there's it's we'll get to it yeah but we don't have to deal with that until i don't know it's like season eight or something. Okay. Season I've got, seven? I've got time. Know, whatever. We've got, this is still the pre-Dearest Dana sure. season. We, <laughs> pre, Pre-Dearest Dana, post-Dearest Dana yeah. is, I think, uh, how most people would, would uh, categorize the show. And then, um, obviously, the song, David Duchovny, Why Won't You Love Me? Yes. So I basically never tweet, but if you scroll down on my Twitter for a couple of minutes and you get to 2016, I did post something on March 12th where I said, okay, I'm finally starting to watch The X-Files. Let's do this. (laughs) (laughs) What year was that? Which, uh, 2016. (laughs) And I believe I did watch the first two episodes. And then my follow-up tweet immediately after that was, honestly, the reason I started watching X-Files is because David Duchovny, Why Won't You Love Me, has been stuck in my head all day. And that's actually, I guess, the most relevant history that I have with the X-Files. I mean, that's a valid reason to watch the show. I feel like after we've watched a couple seasons, you can rewatch that video and you'll Mm -hmm. like it even more because of all the, 
you know, all the people that are in it. That's true. I basically recognize, well, obviously, like, Brad Pitt. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> sure. there's some pretty famous people in it, so. And Vincey. Vince, my boy Vince our, Gilligan. Our boy Vince Gilligan. Uh, David Duchovny. I recognize Who? him. Who's that? Well, so, you don't know much. I guess that's good. I have severe ignorance, not unlike <laughs> the people living in the X-Files world who Ooh. don't know about the monsters okay. and the aliens. And who's to say there's monsters or aliens? You don't know. I don't know, I guess. Well. It's- but you know what? We're going to find out together. We're talking about the pilot. Uh, release date, September 10th, 1993. Mm, but yeah, so before we were born, <clears throat> this particular episode written by uh, the one, the only, Chris Carter. Uh, directed by Robert Mandel. Uh, this episode takes place in Washington, D.C. and Northwest Oregon. And I, I think it'll be perhaps kind of a fun thing as we go along to keep track of where they go in the show. Give prizes to the places they visit the most. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Also, I I just thought it was interesting when I learned this, that it was originally on on Friday nights. Um, oh. Because we mm-hmm. were talking about that. Uh, I just, again, my association is of it being a very popular show, so I assumed that it was on Sundays, which it later was, yes. apparently. I think starting in season four. Um, you know, the, the ideal spot that all TV shows wanted back when that was a thing. Yep. But, yeah, it premiered on Friday, which, that's a tough spot. Yep. It's a tough spot. Except it did appeal to little weirdos, so actually it, it, it was they, probably yeah, did appeal got, to the kind got of people its target audience. who were home on Friday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I say that as a little weirdo, to be clear. Yeah. All, all citizens of Scully Nation are sure. little weirdos. Yeah. And that's the Instagram bio. It's beautiful. Show was filmed in Vancouver, which it was filmed uh, until I believe season six or something. At some point, they moved to Los Angeles, and (gasps) at that point, that's when the because everything I think a big draw of the X Files is it's the mood, yeah, it's the the foggy landscapes and the and the shadows and everything, and that's what I like about it. But. Eventually, they do go to Los Angeles, and then it gets a lot brighter, which That's is strange. I know, but whatever. We we'll we'll get to that when we get to it. Right okay. now, we're still in peak Vancouver mm. uh, mood atmosphere. Heck yes. Yeah. All right. So, short little plot synopsis: uh, Agent Dana Scully is assigned to work with Agent Fox Mulder. Perhaps you've heard of them on the X-Files in an attempt to debunk work on the paranormal. Their first case has them investigating apparent alien abductions. A near-comatose man, Billy Miles, is taking his classmates, including Teresa Nemen, into the woods where they are killed in a b- flash of bright light. My goodness. Aliens! <gasps> Perhaps? Or is it? I don't know. Wait, at some point you should tell the story about how you scammed half price books to get the DVDs that we're watching. <laughs> That's true. I guess I can say it now. Yeah, I don't know. I do, not... uh, yes, we are watching them. Um, so we're, we're continuing the trend. Uh, I believe X-Files is streaming on Hulu right now, but we're not watching it on Hulu. No, 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 no. I've got the special, what do you call it? Collector's Bo- edition? Box set. Fancy box set. Sure. Probably collector's collector's box edition. set. I don't know. Has all the seasons and, or nine seasons plus the first movie. It does not have the second movie. Um, but yes, I did I did scam uh half price books 
don't arrest me. Into statute of limitations is up. <laughs> sure, that's true. Uh, also, they don't care. Also, they don't care. Also, also they... you didn't actually. Also, me I did. <laughs> but anyway, go whatever. Um, I think yeah. So I think it was originally. It's probably like what three hundred dollars or something. Probably. That's a lot of DVDs. Pretty, yeah, it was pretty expensive. But I did get in there. They had like a three day sale, and on the first day of the sale, it was like forty percent off. Second day, it was fifty percent. Third day, it was sixty percent. And uh, they had it on display right at the cash register, and I was worried that somebody's going to buy it because it was right on display, and there was a sale going on. But I wasn't going to pay. I wasn't going to just take forty percent off. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Um, so I did ask them to put it on hold for me, and then I came back two days later and I got it for sixty percent off. Now that worker, that's a good one. Yeah. They were there to help you. Yeah. They could tell that the X-Files was important to you. They knew that one day I would have a podcast. They're probably listening right now. Maybe. They're not. No. But, (laughs) but, regardless. So, yes, so we are watching them on DVD. You know, you gotta, I I miss uh, DVD, like, home screens. Yeah, yeah, this one's very good because I thought that Mulder was Bigfoot for a second (laughs) because the DVD, uh, the screen on, I don't know if it was for the whole DVD or if it was just that episode, I don't remember, but it was him on the road with Scully behind Mm -hmm. him and he's, you know, screaming at the sky or whatever in the rain and it's in silhouette and I did think that he was Bigfoot. Um... Which I stand by. Maybe he Who's is. to say he is? I guess I don't know that that's not the twist. Yeah, it could be. Is the twist that, is the twist that Mulder's Bigfoot? Is Mulder an alien? Is Scully an alien? I can neither confirm nor deny. Is their boss an alien? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> You're not supposed to know they have a boss. Is he bald? Yes. Okay, I've probably seen him. So, back, sorry. <laughs> back, back to business. Back to business. Back to business. I just wanted the people to know how we were watching it. Sure. To get our bona fides out there. Yeah. You know. We did, we did have a, um, a lengthy discussion on whether I could refer to myself as a, an OG fan, mm-hmm. which I don't think I can, because I did not watch it when I was in the 90s. Yeah. Because I was one year, one year a old. Child. I was a, a, child. a little, little baby. You're a second generation fan. Yeah, I was probably in the room while my mom was watching it. That's the problem I had, and that's so. why I was traumatized. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that explains some things about you. I guess so. No. All right. No, I'm just joshing you. All right. All right, let's get into the meat of the episode. <laughs> All right, so we open. There's spookiness afoot there's sure some people in the woods yep they're they're up, up to some nonsense they sure are i look at this i say no thank you this is, <laughs> this is scary this is scary someone's mm-hmm. about someone's getting murdered that's I true think. um so that's spooky sure. <laughs> okay are we just gonna go through all 40 minutes no like no um right. i don't know we we don't get the theme song, which was no disappointing. I'm excited yep. to experience mm-hmm. the opening credits at some point. Sure. With the little man in the face. And ne- the- next episode. Well, um, I guess as um, veteran X-Files watchers will know, uh, the show is generally split up into mythology, alien mythology episodes and uh, Monster of the Week episodes. Uh, this one is an alien mythology episode, which would make sense because it's the, it's the pilot. So, I don't know, do you want to talk about the characters or the 
the plot first. Let's introduce the characters. Let's, okay. Let's get our players on the stage. <laughs> okay. We're introduced to Agent Dana Scully. Sure. A two-year veteran at the FBI. That's right. Who, according to the notes, teaches at Quantico, although I missed that. <laughs> I, I think that's correct. Uh, but I believe you. She went to medical school and then was recruited by the FBI. She went to the FBI because, quote, she thought she could distinguish herself there. Mm-hmm. It wasn't an exact quote, so I shouldn't have said quote, <laughs> but I've already said it, so it's too late. Mm-hmm. I found it interesting that she said that her uh, parents thought it was rebellion. Yeah. Which, you know, Scully's very, uh, I don't know that I would describe her as uptight, but she's... Yeah. She's serious. She's logical. She's logical. She's methodical. So, I don't know. I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah. Grunge Scully confirmed. (gasps) She's got a little something going, you know. something going. She's not just going to listen to the man. No. No. I mean, if she did, she would have quit the first day that she got to work on the X-Files. That's true. Well, I like her so far. Mm -hmm. Great. Great blazers. We'll get into that. We've got a section. Don't worry. <laughs> we will get into the, the fashion section. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she is being transferred to work mm-hmm. with Agent Fox Mulder. Very silly name. <laughs> it is a very silly name. <laughs> Why is his name Fox Mulder? We get out. Is Fox a name? No. <laughs> well, I call him Spooky Mulder. They make... There are several pithy comments made about his name later on in the series. Okay, so that's good. That's good. Don't don't you worry. Okay. I was freaking out, but... Uh, so, yes. Yeah, so, he is an Oxford-educated psychologist, I yes. believe, who works as a profiler mm-hmm. and was good enough at that that he can kind of get away with the nonsense that he's doing yep. with the X-File. And I say nonsense because I'm taking the position sure. of the bosses. Uh-huh. Who I think know a little bit more than they're saying, so whatever. We'll get to that. Whoa. We will get to that. But they, the implication from the bosses, it seems to be that she's going to essentially not spy on Mulder for them, but basically... Keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on him and... Make sure he doesn't go too off the rails. Yeah. And also discredit his work. Yes. Um, by be- being logical yes and and not believing in aliens and things like that um so that's kind of the setup Mm -hmm. we've got these two opposing whoa viewpoints and world views Uh crashing together (laughs) what's gonna happen so i guess is she she's like the audience surrogate right scully Yeah. yeah i'd say so more so than Mulder. We're introduced to her first. We see yeah. Mulder through her eyes yeah. at the beginning. I'd say so. It might change later, but... I mean, I, I assume they're anticipating people coming into the show not thinking maybe aliens are real. <laughs> so I guess perhaps Mulder well, is the I mean, character. it is a sci-fi show, That's so... True. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're also getting the joy of learning that they maybe are real, along with Scully. Anyway, so... Anyway. What are the X-Files? Unexplained phenomena. Aliens. Bigfoot. Wait, I can explain Bigfoot. Uh-huh. It's Mulder. Oh. <laughs> I can, I, again, I cannot confirm or deny. Okay. But maybe. I think we know. 
I think we know. It's not. It's not. It's not Mulder. Why is he tall? Because he's a man. I don't know. Wow, that is so gender that's, that's true. That's true. It is. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, okay, so we get introduced to these two characters. Um, I guess we don't learn this in the first scene, but we also learn in this episode that the reason why Mulder is so invested in the X-Files is because when they were kids, his sister disappeared. Uh, he was 12, she was 8, and we don't have much more information, but he did mention that he underwent, uh, Hypno-regression um, therapy, right? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Basically, it was hypnotized um, with some some chump, some doctor. He he now believes that he remembers uh, a bright light and a presence in the room, is what he said. And he couldn't move to yes. help his sister, who was crying out for help. Yes, he's paralyzed, um, and they never found out what happened to her, so that has been haunting him for all these years, and so that is why he's uh, so interested. I mean, that's pretty messed up. It is. No, thank you. Hey, that would affect you at a young age. Poor fox. Little fox. Little little fox. Poor little foxy. Yep. Well, what happens when Mr. Oil and Miss Water okay. get together? <laughs> All right. uh, so they, they meet in the basement of mm-hmm. the FBI headquarters. Iconic scene. Very funny line of the FBI's, he, he, you know, she's knocking on the door. She's getting ready to meet him. Yep. He goes, no one down here, but the FBI's least wanted, which was very funny. Most unwanted. <sighs> Damn it. Oh my God. <laughs> I did it wrong. <laughs> well, I've only seen it, I guess, three times, technically, because I did watch it once in yeah. 2016. I did find it very, he was very uh, uh, quippy in this episode. Yes, yes. He's, he's, he's always kind of quippy, but I think they okay. were like, since it was the pilot, they're like, yeah. quips, quips, quips. We gotta get we... those characters down. She's gonna talk science, he's gonna quip. Six quips a minute. Six quips a minute. With this guy, I tell you Good what. Lord. Oh boy. I don't even know. And I will say, I, we'll get into it more, perhaps as we get nearer to the scene, but... There was some some steaminess in yep. that, that hotel room. Oh, there was some oh. intimacy. We'll talk about that it. I was not expecting. We'll talk about it. And again, I assume it's because it's a pilot episode and yeah. they're trying to establish an interest in the will they, won't they? Mm-hmm. And then they go in hot and heavy for the first episode sure. and bring it back, I'm <laughs> assuming. Everyone, uh, yeah, everyone who's seen the show knows um, nothing will happen for six whole seasons. <laughs> Or or longer. Who or knows? How, oh my god, no, uh, or, I know exactly or longer. When. Or longer. I don't know. Or forever, I or guess. Forever. Maybe they never touch again. <gasps> they do. I'm gonna stop watching. <laughs> I'm done. Speaking of uh their relationship, which uh I guess I'm 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 spoiling a little bit, but uh that is probably one of the top reasons I like the show. Yeah. I'm not the only one. Nope, that's it. I've never heard that before. <laughs> They're very compelling. I don't know. I, I enjoyed in this episode that uh, they they just like each other right yeah, off the bat. You know, like Skelly's she's supposed to be spying on him. Yeah. Um. So theoretically, you'd th- and they're so different that theoretically you'd think that there would be a little more tension. But they just they just like each other right off the bat. That's true. I, I don't know. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about that, but they, they smile at each other a lot. They yeah. kind of trust each other yeah. right away. I mean, to a certain extent. Sure. More than, than I... Yeah, I think a lot of shows would do more of a 
an I, oil and water situation yeah. where he's more annoyed that she's there and stuff. Yes. That's true. Hmm. And I don't think that's that's necessarily a bad thing, you know. I feel like a lot of shows would do over the course of the first season, they would learn to trust each other, which actually I guess they do, but I guess there would usually be more tension up front and they don't do that, which I think is fine. I like it. I don't know. He read her, her thesis yeah. about Einstein's twin paradox. It's true. They just like each other. They did their research on each other. <laughs> sure. They did. <laughs> which, you know, was... A good sign, because they're FBI agents, so mm-hmm. I guess that would be pretty rough if they didn't do research on people. Yeah. But they're cute. They are. Whatever. And also I'll say, I think probably another reason that Mulder likes Scully off the bat is, you know, I'm sure he's very, very used to people telling him that he's he's spooky Mulder, he's mm-hmm. crazy, mm-hmm. what he thinks is uh, not true. And Scully doesn't believe in aliens either. Um, and she doesn't think that he's right, but she, I, I don't know if taking it seriously is right, but she changes her opinions when she's, uh, like, she pays attention to the lost time and the the little, uh, what do you call it, the little thing in their head. Yeah, the uh, communication device. device. Communication device, whatever. Yeah. So she's, she's willing to... Um, confront evidence that is strange. She gets really excited about when uh, when they find Billy Miles in the bed and she finds out that he's been walking through the forest. So she doesn't dismiss things out of hand, which I feel like if he was partnered with anybody else, they would probably just ignore things like that. That's so. true. Yeah, in fact, at one point, she I think after the hospital scene, she gets so excited about it that mm-hmm. she wants to kind of go ahead with it, and he's like, well, you have to write this in your report. Do you yes. feel comfortable with the evidence we currently have writing that? Yeah. And he kind of pulls her back. Yeah. To like, then they go back to the woods and go scope out some more evidence. It's a partnership. <gasps> Listen, we haven't even scratched the surface. I know, I'm ready to love I'm them. probably just... I'm projecting, because I... Because you're spooky Ella. Because I'm spooky Ella. That's fair. I, I guess I'm also spoiling it, but I, I am more of a molder. Wait, which one am I? I don't know. I have red hair. You do have red hair, so <laughs> so I guess I'm so. I took physics classes, sure, in college. Technically, mm-hmm. anyway. Anyway, so, yes. Yeah, so those are the the, <clears throat> the main people. I will say there didn't seem well. I don't have an impression based on this episode of which characters in this episode will continue to be important. Other than the cigarette smoking man. Yes, And that's from cultural osmosis. Yeah. But I don't have an impression of whether anyone else in the episode goes on to become a character or not. Not really. Okay. I I think it's been a while since I've watched the show, so some of those people might come back in, like, bit parts, but nobody else is that important. Except for the cigarette smoking man. Mm. Uh, He's introduced... I was any any impressions on him? I guess I was shocked because he was smoking a cigarette indoors, which I found mm-hmm. to be quite rude. Yes, he was uh, just well. He's canceled. He's. I mean, I would cancel. I would cancel if he had a Twitter. I would add him and I would say Scully did not consent to your secondhand smoke. That's true. It's kind of messed up that you would do that. Um, so that's that's why I hate him. Okay. <laughs> And I would say that he seems to be up to no good because mm-hmm. he 
presumably works for the FBI. He was there anyway. I don't know. Um, yeah. Whatever. I don't know. He was there while they were interviewing people at the very end when they were kind of getting testimony about potential uh, alien stuff. Yes. And he was smoking his little cigarette and then he was walking away. And then later when Scully is like giving her report to those original bosses again, she's leaving their office and then he walks past her and walks into the room. So yep. he's obviously in cahoots. And then he walks at the very end into a big old hall of records. Oh boy. He's got that little metal tracking device that yep. all the, the alien victims had in their yep. nose. And, you know, they're all like, ah, oh, this is nothing. This is nonsense. Blah, blah, blah. It's the only piece of evidence that didn't get burned up. Yeah. Whatever. He walks into a hall of records, puts them in a little test tube thing with a bunch of other oh, identical boy. ones. Little suspicious. Wait, do you think he knows something about what's going on? I think he might know something. Oh, and my I think gosh. There's, I think there's a conspiracy. Oh, boy. The truth is out there, and I don't okay. trust anyone. <laughs> okay. It's probably a good call. So I guess we didn't didn't learn too much about him. Uh, I was reading some behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, they did have to get special permission uh, for him to smoke <gasps> in the building that they were filming in. That's pretty funny. Because it was a public building, so they had to get special permission. Wow, I was just assuming it was the 90s, so you could just do that. Yeah, that's what I thought, <laughs> yeah. but uh, apparently they cared in 93 well, or whatever. <laughs> thank the Lord. Oh, boy. I was shocked. Oh, boy. Shocked? Yeah. I cried. You saw me. Yeah. I started crying. I said, why is he smoking in there, Ella? It was a little... I said, Ella, why is he smoking Ooh. inside? That seems what a, about a little bit of an overreaction. cancer, but I, I said. Tears well, streaming down my sometimes eyes. he's called Cancer Man. Is that true? He doesn't... I mean, we don't find out his name for a very, very long time, so... Okay. I think fans call him the Cigarette Smoking Man. I think in show, they refer to him They refer to him as Cancer Man, which... Mm. Is it because he has cancer? I get... Or he's just smoking a lot. Or is he a cancer? Oh, that, too. Mm. I don't know. I, I guess Cancer Man is shorter and probably catchier but i like cigarette smoking man better yeah that's the one i've heard anyway yeah or the smoking man mr uh, mr cigarette mr cigarette yep mr smokestack yep can we call him that yep mr smokestack <laughs> actually yeah mr <laughs> smokestack <laughs> all right mr smokestack okay. write that down um I was also reading, uh, so William B. Davis is the actor that plays him. Uh, and originally he, I think, was uh, auditioning for one of the the other guys that were uh, interviewing Scully that mm. had lines. And he was, um, he, he said he interviewed for a part that had three lines and he ended up getting the part that had no lines. But I don't know. I personally, I, I like it because he's very mysterious. He doesn't say anything. I don't know. I think that's more fun yeah. than if he'd said something. I was spooked. He's a spooky you little know, fella. We talk about spooky Mulder. What about spooky Mr. Smokestack? That's <laughs> what I say. I was freaked out. <sighs> love love Mr. Smokestacks. I wasn't. But I feel like he is, yes, very suspicious. Yep. Antagonistic. I mentioned this. Uh, I'm sure we'll be able to delve more into it later, and I'm sure it's territory that's been tread before but this does feel to me like a particularly pre-9-11 show just in the fact that yeah it's a show that I'm, again i've only seen one episode but explicitly seems to be about how the government <laughs> is like hiding things and is that not that there isn't that now but i think a lot of shows these days are i don't know yeah i guess there's still always corruption in shows and stuff but 
we'll probably get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I like it. I yeah. like the idea of there's a conspiracy, there is conspiracies. Oh, that's one thing that I think Mulder said something about how the only reason he can keep doing what he's doing is because he has connections in Congress. Oh, yeah. Do we find out more about that? Um, I think so. Okay. I, I don't remember. Okay, that's <laughs> I'm fair. sure we do. That seemed very mysterious. Yeah, I guess it is a very um, Watergate uh, inspired. Didn't they just straight up acknowledge that there's aliens earlier this year? And no one had any time to deal oh, with it? Oh, yeah! <laughs> yes, they did! And we just, like, didn't even have yeah, time. Yeah! Because... They were like, yeah, they, they admitted that they had been doing... Yes! Yep, yeah. Yep. So that's just... Well, that's... so I guess... There you go. <laughs> uh, so this is all true. I guess. Oh, they did open the show saying that it was based on real events. Oh, yep. Which also spooked me. I was like, Very oh, go-, go golly. Very scary. I can't believe this. Oh, golly. I said, oh, golly. It was a tough episode for me. There was a lot, <laughs> There's of, a lot of scary. There's a lot of tears. Oh, boy. You know. Oh, geez. This is like talk therapy. Sure. All right. Well, so that's uh, pretty much all the characters. I mean, we have some. There's. I wrote his name down. Scott Blevins is the deputy chief that interviewed Scully. And then we got all our, all our alien boys and girls. Love them. That seems like the people you would hang out with. You know? <laughs> the alien kids? Yeah, they go into the woods. Hell yeah. They get abducted by aliens. Mm-hmm. Uh, graduation, high school graduation party interrupted by alien abduction. <laughs> that seems I like mean, that's, the ideal scenario. It's pretty ideal. But it didn't happen. There's always... There's always time. So, anything more to say about the characters, or do we want to talk about the mythology? I've I've said it before in in real life, but first time for the podcast, I was actually shocked that Scully is short because she has such tall person energy. She really does. But again, Ella's heard this many times <laughs> because I'm still shocked. But I just really thought that Jillian Anderson was like five ten. She's not. Is it is it that Scully has tall person energy or Jillian Anderson has tall person energy? I think it's Jillian Anderson. Yeah, probably. I don't think Scully really does particularly. But Jillian Anderson. Maybe later, but yeah. Yeah. It's all it's all Jillian, baby. She's, she's a regal. She sure is. She's a lady. She's regal on the crown. Well, she's not. <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> wait. She's regal wait. adjacent on the crown. Wait, who is, she's playing Margaret. Mar- Margaret Thatcher. Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> Yeah, I st- I'll stand now here. Now Margaret Thatcher is going to listen to our podcast. <laughs> I'll stand here and I'll say that Margaret Thatcher sucks. Wow. No Bold. regrets. Bold. No regrets. Whoa. Okay. All right. I can't believe I just lost, lost us the Thatcherites. Oh my god. I don't, I don't think we need to worry about that particularly. <laughs> I was worried about that demo. Well. Anyway, well. so no, that's, that's all I have to say about the characters. All right. So we got... We got some alien mythology, so this is, uh, I think, in subsequent episodes we can kind of talk about, when we get to a mythology episode, like, what new things we've learned, but everything is new this time. So we got time loss. We got uh, bright lights. We got... Big city? Big No. (laughs) No, actually, it's in Oregon, so no. Um, We got uh, communication devices stuck up people's noses. Uncomfortable. Don't don't like it. Uh, abductions and then uh, they come back. Turbulence. Turbulence. Um, rain. That was probably just Oregon. <laughs> that was just 
Yeah. Oh, two the, the marks mm-hmm. on their lower back. I don't. I don't think they really discuss very much what that was in the episode. I think they said it was a result of testing or something. Yeah, but they didn't go into detail. No. Um, and then uh, uh, disinterred bodies, human bodies that look like aliens. Didn't look like an alien, or didn't look like a human to me. No. Did look like an alien. Big, big creepy eyeballs. Spooky. Uh, I think Scully suggested that it was a chimpanzee or an orangutan. Yep. That's nonsense. Think so. <laughs> so, Listen, that I love Scully to death, but that's nonsense. <laughs> it seemed inaccurate to me, but I'm not a medical doctor, so I don't want to assume. Nah. All right. So we don't know too much so far, but we'll learn. I mean, I assume it's just coincidences. Yep. It is. Okay. <laughs> this is kind of a boring show, then. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I wrote down, so they're at the post Scully doing the autopsy on the spooky little corpse guy. Yep. Uh, there, she's like sitting in her hotel room with x-rays on all the <laughs> lamps and everything. And Mulder knocks on her door and he says it's Steven Spielberg, which is a funny joke. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's not, it's Mulder. <laughs> so that was funny. I liked that. Um, and he says he's going on a run, which is nonsense because it's like 11 p.m. Well, he did say that he was really like antsy. Yeah. So I get it. But, you know, she tells him that the metal object that they found in the nose that we later hear is a communication device. I guess we don't know that, but Mm -hmm. we hear that's what it is, is made of some metal that she doesn't recognize or something. But she says she's not losing any sleep over it. But dun, dun, dun. She is. Because she's just sitting up in bed. Whoa. <laughs> obsessing about it. Whoa. So I guess she just doesn't feel comfortable telling Mulder that yes. she's freaking out. But I bet she will. We'll get there. We'll get there. I did like, um, I guess I'm skipping forward a little bit, but I did like at uh, the very end of the episode, they're they're already at the calling each other at 11 p.m. stage. I know, yeah. <laughs> just, just to talk. Just chatting. Yeah. My goodness. Listen. So <clears throat> I guess we can talk some... Uh, talk about some behind the scenes stuff, mm-hmm. how the show was conceived. Uh, so I was looking it up. So Chris Carter, uh, a showrunner, um, conceived the project uh, based on, I guess, real UFO sightings. Um, but in terms of TV, it shares a lot of roots with Kolchak the Night Stalker, which is a show from the 70s, which I don't know that much about. I've heard of it. I have heard of it, but I have not um, watched it. As as far as I know, it's another kind of a procedural crime show. It's probably like a, a noir type of thing, I'm guessing. Uh, maybe I shouldn't guess. I it know. looks noir It's a yeah. horror crime thriller. Occult detective fiction. <laughs> Did you write this? <laughs> Whoa. Um, huh. Yeah, so Kolchak the Night Stalker and uh, Twilight Zone, mm. which... That I guess we can definitely see that. I will say it was it's just fun to be embarking on watching a show from this era of TV. I don't know. I Yeah. There's something cozy even though it's like oh. a spooky show, but I don't know. It's just like you get your long seasons mm-hmm. of 23 or 24 episodes or whatever. So you get to know the characters really well and it's like all about yep. them just having different little adventures. It's more about the 
the characters in the plot are at least equal if it's not more yeah. about the characters. Whereas I feel like a lot of shows these days are more plot focused than character to a certain extent. There's not room for fluff. Yes. In a in a yes. ten episode season yeah. or less. You know, you can't have kind of a a shitty filler episode like you can with the Exiles, yeah. which is like where you get the fun character stuff. Yeah. I mean I'd say there's of course there's a lot of really, really good character work on TV nowadays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, for sure. But yeah, I think you're right about the you don't get the fun episodes. It's like a co it's a cozy character development in yes. a way that you still obviously get, but I don't feel like with dramas you get it as much these days. No. And I like it. I think that um TV is probably uh, better off now, mm-hmm. uh, but there's something to be said about shows like this. Just you know, you gotta go back and watch them. So yeah, I think it's definitely it's definitely one of my uh, biggest like comfort shows. It's just uh, you got the you got the mood, you got the characters. There's something very comforting about a, a procedural show. Yeah, love love those character or uh, monster of the weeks. I'm excited. I'm excited to see some monsters. There's actually no monsters at all. Well, uh, one of the main characters is Bigfoot. Well, well, I guess is Bigfoot a monster? What has he ever done well, to be termed a monster? What yeah, is a monster? Just, he's just out there. What is a monster? He's just living his life. I don't know. I tell you what. We'll get into the ethics of monsters, I guess, <sighs> in later episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, yeah, so some other behind-the-scenes stuff. So, uh the character of Mulder was created as the believer. Okay. The character of Scully was created as the skeptic, which is uh, a bit, uh, it was playing off type at that time that the, the man was, Oh, I see. The man was the believer and the woman was the skeptic. Okay. Yes. That that makes sense. Because before it would have been the other way around. That makes sense. Okay. Chris Carter specifically made it that way to play off type. Chris Carter, feminist hero. I don't know. That that would, would, I don't know that I would go would that you say far. That? I would not. <laughs> I don't know anything about him, so he could be look, for them look, look, it's only the pilot. We've got we've got a lot to talk about. We'll get <laughs> well, there. I'm excited to learn. We'll get there. I mean, that is cool, actually. Yeah, I hadn't thought about it like that. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it was kind of like Scully is. I'm sure we'll get into it a lot, but Scully is is a very. Uh, I don't want to say revolutionary character, but that's kind of dorky. But I mean, she, she kind of—I mean, she game. kind of is. Yeah, she kind of is. Lots of people have followed in her footsteps, and yeah. I mean, you don't have bones without the X Files. No, Scully is. Is Bones just terrible X Files? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think Bones might just be bad X Files. I mean, yeah. Uh, another thing uh, with the casting is. Uh, Jillian Anderson uh, played for the part, of course, and Chris Carter really liked her. Um, and then the network didn't. The network wanted to replace her with like a like a hot blonde, you know, a a bombshell actress was the word they they used, which is gross, <laughs> which is really disgusting. Well, I remember when they made a show about um, sexual harassment, or sorry, not a show, a movie about sexual harassment, and they called it Bombshell. Yeah, as like a fun little pun. Yeah. I was, do, I do remember that. That was a mistake. That was a bad, bad, yep. bad yep. flick. Yep. Offensive. Offensively yes. bad. Anyway, sorry, go on. But, um, yeah, so the network originally did not want Jillian because she's not hot. Which excuse is huge. <laughs> absolute me. nonsense. Come on. Listen. God's green earth I think does not think Jillian Anderson is hot. It's nonsense. That's disgusting. I think hordes of 20-year-old women will disagree with <laughs> That's true. Fox. 
typical mar- marketing yes. people or yeah. whoever makes those decisions. Yeah. But Chris Carter liked her, so he fought for her and we got her. And, you know, this one time, thanks, Chris Carter. Maybe you're right. Right about everything. I wouldn't say that. But he's right about something. Hey, he created... Okay, I feel like I'm being too hard. Yeah. He did create one of my favorite shows of all time. I shouldn't be too hard on him. I'm sorry. You know. It's... We we tease the ones we love. Like, for example, I would tease Graham Yost for the ending of Justified. <laughs> even though it's my favorite show. <laughs> Thank God we got Gillian Anderson. Beautiful. The show wouldn't have been the same without her. I would describe her as a bombshell anyway. Yeah. I guess I wouldn't, because I wouldn't say that uh, word. That's a weird thing to say about somebody. Phrase. <laughs> I don't like it. Oh, I wrote... Uh, so Billy is the... I don't know. Would you call him the main alien abduction guy? I don't know. Yeah, he's I guess. One of the kids. He's the focus of the episode. He's the focus of the episode. He's the one who is ultimately giving testimony under hypnosis about his experience of being abducted by aliens. Uh, one of my notes is just that he's very small. For a man who's been in a coma. Yeah. I understand that that's well. obviously a plot point. Yeah. But I was just shocked when I was watching. Listen, those aliens have him. They, the aliens don't skip leg day. The aliens don't skip leg day. No. The aliens have a fully functioning gym. Yep. The aliens have protein powder. I mean, maybe. I Who guess, am I to say? I guess the mysterious substance that they were looking at the chemistry, I don't know what you call it, notation, whatever... Uh, at the beginning, uh, that they found on the victims, uh, Scully was saying, is it a synthetic protein? Maybe it is. Maybe it's synthetic protein powder. The aliens are giving Billy to get him swole. Maybe! It checks out to me. And I gotta get some of that. Was that the, the dust that they found all over the... Yeah. That's why Scully took a big old handful. She's like, mm, yum, yum, yum. I'm gonna get swole. <laughs> what is she... Wait, is she just, like, super... Just buff in late in the next episode. <laughs> just I mean, very funny. So, <laughs> giant, giant arms. Uh-huh. Like the that meme of the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Scully, did you get into the alien protein powder again? No. <laughs> what are you talking about, Mulder? Oh, this boy. is just me. Oh, and she starts talking like that. Well, that's what protein powder does to you. I guess. That's why I talk like this, because I'm so strong. Swole. It's true. I've seen her muscles. I guess I also I just have to mention uh, the Silence of the Lambs, uh, and that's it. That's all I have to say. Oh, <laughs> no, I, <laughs> no, I'll say another um, inspiration it would be Silence of the Lambs, at least for Scully's character. I don't know if they meant that, uh, obviously, but Dana Scully and Clary Starling are incredibly similar. Uh, as characters. Uh, they're both short little ladies. <laughs> <laughs> She's really not that short. I mean, 5'3". I don't feel bad. They're t- tiny short they're little ladies. They're minuscule. They're short little ladies working at the FBI. Uh, solving violent crime. Is Fox Mulder Hannibal Lecter? I was going to say... No, I was actually thinking about this. I was going to say, actually, Mulder would be more of a Will Graham type. <gasps> Because he solves oh. violent crimes using behavioral uh, models. So, I guess now we need to know who Hannibal is. Uh, I don't know. The cigarette smoking man? No. Okay. Their boss? <laughs> Maybe. We'll, 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 we'll think about uh, it. Maybe. Does Scully just date Hannibal Lecter at one point? <laughs> yes, she does. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins. <gasps> Anthony Hopkins? Wait. 
Anthony Hopkins. Yes. Perkins is. And I always get, yeah. Perkins is. I always psycho. get Perkins and Hopkins mixed up. Anyway, Anthony Hopkins. Um, Hopkins is uh, the, of the two, of two popes fame. Of course. That's what most people know of him course. from. Yes. Uh, Silence of Lambs came out in 91. So this is two years later. So I guess uh, bringing it back to the beginning of the episode, Scully's not that revolutionary, is she? She's boring. Whoa. She's been done. I'm Whoa. sick of her. I hate her. Wow. I hate this it's show. So harsh. <laughs> no. Well, I like both those characters, so that makes sense. Yeah. I feel like uh, Scully, Clary Starling, and uh, Ripley from Alien are just kind of like the trifecta of, yeah. I don't know, female characters from the 80s and 90s. Yeah. I don't know. They're the, they're the peak. They're, they're, uh, they're the blueprint. I gotta rewatch Alien. And watch Aliens good, for the first good time. Flick. We saw Alien, uh, the only time I've seen it oh, right. was at a midnight showing, which was a cool time to watch yes. it, except I'm an old man, so I did fall asleep <laughs> a number and of it times. it wasn't because of the movie, it was just, no, it was no, very no. late. It was a very good movie, I'm just uh, delicate. I think in my defense I probably had pro- one beer, probably. So oh, a single beer, and you're 90 years old. So. <laughs> 90 year old man. So it's going to lead to some sleepy situations. Yeah. So I did fall asleep. So I do need to rewatch that because yeah. great character. Heard the second one's even better. I don't know, but different. Heard the second one's different. I like the first one better, but. Heard the first one's better, but the I second mean, one's you, good too. You, you can have your own opinion. I don't know how to have a They're very different. Alien is like a better. horror movie, Aliens is an action movie. Oh. They're com- totally different tones. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking Aliens was the horror one, but then I remember that I've seen Alien and it was clearly a horror movie, so obviously <laughs> Aliens is no, to be the action movie. Aliens is a lot more action-packed. Oh, I kind of like the horror then. Well, whatever. Well, this will be the fun thread. Uh, this will be the second thread on the podcast. This will uh, be our Patreon. This will be Patreon. <laughs> this is how does Amanda's opinions on Alien and Aliens evolve over mm-hmm. time. Fascinating. Well, um, do we have... Anything else we want to say overall before we go into our our very fun segments? Uh, I was confused at the end when they are interviewing Billy uh, under hypnosis and Mulder's inside the room and Scully's outside it with a couple of other boss types and boss types and the cigarette smoking man. And I I guess I assumed that it was a one way mirror. Oh, I think, but then they, they gazed. Mulder and Scully gazed very longingly at each other, and I, I was I I did on my notes I just hashtagged it romance because I was assuming that they sure. their gazing could, you know, transcend a one way mirror, but of maybe course. it was just a window. I w- I meant when I rewatched the episode I was like I'm going to pay attention and, and notice, yeah. but I did not. I didn't pay attention to that. I did pay attention to poster watch, which is another uh, segment that we have. Because we have one poster of oh. the little alien UFO yes. above the trees that says I want to believe at the bottom. And I was informed yesterday? Is that what we watched? Two it? days ago. I was informed two days ago that throughout the life cycle of the show, <laughs> there are different versions of that. So yeah. I, I was scoping it out when I rewatched the pilot. It is a different version. Yep. I mean, they're not huge differences, no. but they're they're slightly different. So this is, I guess, poster version number one. We'll see how that goes in future episodes. Yeah, I think... I, I honestly don't know which one I've got. It's probably season five. We'll um, find... Well, I don't know. We'll I'll find out. But I do have the very authentic... 
post-it note that says you are here on it. So it's 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 real. It's I haven't authentic. seen a post-it note yet. Well, it'll come. So I don't know if I believe you. It'll come. Wait. But do you want to believe me? <laughs> but I want to believe you. Ooh. I want to believe that I want a little okay. UFO. All right. Well... Uh, shall we get, we'll go into our, our special, so we, we've, uh, rustled up a couple of very special little segments that we'll, we're thinking of doing every episode and we might add to them later as we come up with more ideas. But, uh, first and most important, there's nothing too exciting for this one, but, uh, what are we calling it? Blazer watch? Blazer watch. Blazer watch. Um, just sartorial decisions made by... Mostly Scully, mm-hmm. but other other people. It's just that most of the people are usually just wearing, you know, suits. That's true. Like, Mulder is usually just wearing a suit, so we can't make too much fun of him. He does have, at least, he must have one very big suit at one point, because there's a shot of it in David Duchovny, Why Won't You Love mm-hmm. Me, where he's he's standing like Google Earth is always taking oh, pictures. Oh, of course. And it's the biggest suit I've ever seen in my yeah. life. Well, I mean, he does have some goofy suits, but they're but not... But it was the 90s. yeah. You you can't make quite as much fun of it as you can with Scully's choices. It's true. In this episode, not not too much. Uh, I liked her little uh, outfit when they were trekking through the forest. Uh, she had like a big little windbreaker on. That was fun. But yeah, not not too much in this one. I did notice that the two guys who I think work for the uh, either the coroner's office or the sheriff's office when they are going to exhume the body. They walk down, and they're just wearing little matching outfits. And it's like, sure, if they're just wearing suits, that's like, whatever. That's kind of the uniform. But they were both wearing gray sweater vests under their suit jackets. Oh, very cute. (laughs) Someone got a little matchy-matchy today. Do they live in, like, uh, adjacent houses, and they come out and, like, get their mail at the same time, and, like, walk out with their briefcases and units? Like, that's cute. I think they carpool. Did, did people carpool in the 90s? No, they probably actually somehow drove two, <laughs> each drove two cars at the same time. And then just kind of had like a, I don't know, a burning trash fire in the back of their pickup while they were driving to work. Probably. I that feels right. And that's why we're here today. Yeah. Um, and it's why we won't be here in 10 years. No. Anyway. <laughs> but I thought that was really cute. Yes. I liked, um, well, we had... Uh, Teresa Nemen, one of the alien abductees, she had like a, a fun little grunge look. She had like a denim jacket and some boots, so I was into that. Yeah. I'd say she wins this episode. She wins best dressed. Best best dressed. Best 90s dress. Best 90s dress. That's authentic 90s because sure. it's just what they wore back then. It's true. Now, when I was in the 90s, I was wearing a mustard colored sweat suit, basically. With a sweatshirt, sweatpants, uh-huh. matching. Um, so that's kind of what Because I you were a toddler? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I was... Yeah. This was when I was about five. Yep. Um, I got pictures. I think it's what I wore to my fifth birthday. Oh. Probably because it reminded me of Pikachu, but I don't remember for okay. sure. Okay. Okay. Feels right. It was a Pokemon-themed birthday party. Of course. I think at my fifth birthday party, I got an ice cream cake with a, a John Deere tractor on it. <laughs> it was, I don't think it was my decision. I think it was the only one that they had at Dairy Queen when my dad went. So he's like, she's five. She doesn't know the difference. That's incredibly funny also. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, what I would you know, do you now. I don't know. I like it. So that's Blazer Watch. Not too much this time, but don't, don't you worry. In I'm, the future. 
I'm living for whatever episode Scully first wears that authentic, beautiful 90s jacket that's like teal and magenta, that kind of thing. I think I had one like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for that. I think that's on the first season, so. Yes. Beautiful. We'll look out there. I'm ready. The windbreaker. Hell yeah. So now we're going to move into possibly the most important part of this show. Um, we'll We'll be building on it. We'll be growing. Not unlike the relationship between Mulder and Scully. Beautiful. That's right, fellas. It's will they, won't they watch? Will they, won't they watch? <laughs> Are Scully and Mulder gonna do it? And by it, I mean fall in love and form well, a beautiful relationship together. Sure. I will say they are on fire this episode. Yep. Burning up. Oh yeah. They're, they're coming in hot. <laughs> she's she's coming I mean, you know, there's legitimate reasons for it. Mm-hmm. She's scared, but she is just stripping in his room. Yeah, we gotta talk about this motel room scene. We haven't talked about it okay. yet. So set the scene. <laughs> this is the first episode. They've just met. It's a it's it's the pilot. They're they're investigating mysterious happenings. She finds her little uh marks, three little marks on her back, and instead of going Hmm, that's weird. She's like, I, I gotta go. I gotta go to Mulder's room in my robe. Mm-hmm. Uh, candlelit. Important candlelit. context is that yes, the electricity has gone out because of spooky uh-huh. alien. So happenings. she's carrying a little candle around. Which she's is, got why a bathroom. Do they have candles. I don't Just know. Ready. Well, they might have gotten it from the like the receptionist or something. I guess. I guess. <clears throat> concierge, whatever you call it. I don't think motels have concierge. Well, what, what are they called? <laughs> uh, clerk. Oh, Night clerk. Whatever. I don't know. Anyway, yes, yeah, so it's anyway. bathed in candlelight. Yes, very romantic lighting. <laughs> Dark, shady corners. Mm-hmm. A bed. A bed. Which Scully does lounge on mm-hmm. later. So she, yeah, so she goes into Mulder's room. She's like, I have to show you something. <laughs> and without any further explanation, disrobes. I will say this is also, <laughs> this is not related to Will They Won't They Watch. <laughs> but when she comes in... Mulder closes the door behind her and then yep. it like doesn't quite close. Then he has to like close <laughs> <Yeah>. it again. <laughs> they didn't have a big budget, did they? They just like <laughs> no. could not even refilm that <laughs> scene to get a clean shot nope. of uh, the door just closing the first time, nope. which I found kind of delightful. Yeah. I was like, aw, shoestring budget. Yeah. Very cute. But anyway, so yeah, she, she rolls in, disrobes, she leans down. Well, Can't. first of all, he doesn't know. She doesn't explain. She's just <laughs> like, I want you to look at something. But he's not creepy. He's not creepy about it at all. No, no, no. Which yeah, I will he's say. Very, he's very respectful. Yes. He's a gentleman. He is a gentleman. Yeah. He's, he's down there. He's, I think he's got a hand on her on her hip. Oh, yeah. His, look, but very carefully. Respectfully. Yes. A respectful hip hand. Yes. And he's <laughs> scoping out those bumps. Mm-hmm. What are they? Mosquito bites. Where, where, where. He got eaten up too. It's all good. She did not get abducted by no. aliens, but she's still freaking out. So she spent some time in his so room. They got a chat. They got a chat. And then Mulder opens up. He tells her about his sister. They they bond. She's lying on his bed. Yes. She's got a little blanket. He probably got her the blanket. Oh, I'm <laughs> come, cry. come on. I mean, <sighs> they're hugging. So. This is the most action that they're going to have for a while, so we better, we got to store this up. Mm. We got to hold it in our heart. This is going to keep me warm for a long time Mm -hmm. through the cold, cold winter of presumably them not doing this again. (laughs) I mean, stuff happens, but you know, they're not, 
they're not lounging in motel rooms together. <laughs> so that's fair. I just haven't watched a good uh, old timey procedural will they won't they show in a while. I don't know what the last I, one I I don't know like Castle maybe maybe. I don't know. They're fun. I, I they're it. they're cheesy, but I don't care. Listen, they're fun. I stand by it. I think it's a swell time. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Who isn't? So so yeah, so yeah we'll keep our eyes on the will they won't they watch. I think. Do we? Should we? I think feel like we need to come up with a a scale mm-hmm. so we can. Oh yes, that's true. So we were thinking we're we gonna grade it numerically, or are we gonna do the. We were thinking of doing a doomsday clock. <laughs> I do. I still like the doomsday clock. Like, like how close they are. Yeah. Should we do that? Yeah. Okay. So I, what's our what's our baseline? So that's true. if we're thinking of just like a regular like a platonic partnership between two people, what would that be? That would be. Should we say like fifteen minutes to midnight? I was say ten, just so 10? that we can have like okay. an easy scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so ten minutes to midnight would just be a, a regular. Ten minutes to midnight uh, is professional partnership. Yeah, the two bosses. Yeah, I, you know what? Actually, I don't want to put that on them. They could be doing hey, anything. <laughs> maybe they also have matching sweater vests, oh, so they live next to each other. <laughs> that, okay, yes, that's right. So the two guys with the matching sweater vests. <laughs> What are we going to say, like, five minutes to midnight for them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's the scale. Well, maybe six, because we don't know too much about them. That's true. Okay. So they're six minutes to midnight. Okay. Who in this episode would be ten minutes to midnight? Um, I guess Scully and the guy that was interviewing her. Beautiful. Her okay. boss. Yep. They're ten minutes. That's ten minutes. The nurse who was, I think, hitting on Mulder wanted to be zero minutes to midnight with him. <laughs> she sure did. She was asking herself why <laughs> David Duchovny doesn't love her. But in reality, she's probably more like nine minutes to midnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so where did uh, Scully and Mulder fall on that? I feel like this is a solid three minutes to midnight? That's what I was going to say. Like a three? Yeah. I think I, it's three minutes. Th- or three minutes... What? Three minutes to smooch town. <laughs> Three minutes to what? Uh, wait. Three minutes to... What's a fun... What's a punchy pun on midnight? Actually, well, you know what? That that works for a reason that I can't tell you. Oh, good. Okay. So, well, there you go. Perfect. So it's it's to midnight until we come up with something better. Okay. So in this episode, they're getting... They're getting close. They're getting steamy. They're hu- cuddling. Hugging. They hugged. They were emotionally vulnerable. They were. Beautiful. So three minutes to midnight. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll keep you all informed as it goes along because this is this is what the people want. That's why people are watching. This I is... mean, the atmosphere, the spookiness, the monsters of the week, the sure. alien mythology. That's all important. Yeah. But what's the glue that holds it together? Is that all we have to say about the will they won't they? I think so. All right. Moving on. So. Oh wait! Oh wait! I actually have something to say about that. Well, okay. it's it's adjacent to the will they won't they, but I do have um, Chris Carter's opinion. Oh on... yes! <laughs> so I did find this quote okay. from Chris Carter um, about the motel room scene. Okay. Um, however, Carter has explained that the motel room scene was simply intended to highlight the platonic relationship between the two lead roles. Hmm. Maybe he doesn't know what platonic means. Maybe he doesn't have any friends. Maybe he's in a polycule, and that's his only experience of the world. Yeah. I mean, generally, I mean, I'm not going into my coworkers' motel rooms and, and hugging them and undressing in front of them. No. So. I I can say that I've never undressed in front of any coworker. Yep. I have hugged them, admittedly, but not in a hotel okay. room. Okay. Yeah. 
So it's a different vibe when you're in a motel room. It was more like at a work party yeah. when we were saying goodnight. Yeah. Um, and not, yeah, that's not, I mean, I, you know, I guess we all have different ex- conceptions of platonic, I guess. Um, that was not it, though. No. That was not it. I have, you know, I have shared a bed platonically with people, and it's not like that. They're no. not even sharing a bed in this, and it's no. romantic. Yeah. Mulder <laughs> just has his head lightly resting yeah. on the bed cover. He's, like, gazing back at her. Yeah. Bathed in light. Yes. Bathed. Bathed. I just like love. <laughs> I just love love, <laughs> you guys. Guys, I just love love. Well. Well, you're gonna get it. Damn it. Maybe. Uh, or maybe you won't. Spoilers. I don't, I don't know. That's some nonsense. Anyway. Anyway. All right. Okay. So that's, that's, will they, won't they? Three minutes to midnight. That's our, uh, that's our baseline. We'll see how it goes in okay. subsequent episodes. Beautiful. Love it. All right. Uh, so then we got, I think we'll, I don't know how much of it there's going to be in this episode, but, uh. We're going to have you do some predictions mm-hmm. for the where the story is going to go from here. Yeah. Um, I mean, you don't have too much to go on oh, for now, but... I've got some predictions. Oh, oh okay, that I'm ready okay. To lay down. So I mean, this is Amanda's uh, predictions. Amanda's prediction corner. We'll, we'll come up with a cool name for it. Uh, obviously, I spoiled this a little bit at the beginning. Yep. Clearly, Mulder's revealed to be Bigfoot at one oh, point. Oh, right. Yes, I forgot they about that. They are doing a monster of the week they're probably in minnesota or something in the woods mm-hmm. people i don't know where's bigfoot i feel like all over the place okay someone's reported seeing a you know a man with big feet <laughs> you, know, you know how it is <laughs> reported to who <laughs> so proper, big feet. the proper authorities okay footlocker exactly <laughs> You know I'm freaking out. The footlocker hotline. You know I'm freaking out when I see uh, a basketball team. I'm saying, (laughs) who are these these people with these big, big feet? Bigfoot? I think so. They're freaking out. So someone reports it. Mulder and Scully drop everything. They get on an 8 a.m. flight. They're going. They're going. (laughs) But wait, Mulder's feet are dirty. I'm just stealing this from the pilot now. Covered in oh mud. My God. But what was he doing out no. in the woods? Whoa. And Scully realizes, oh no, he is Damn. the monster. Holy shit. And it's, oh boy. That's and crazy. She's, she's crying. He's <laughs> he's trying to explain. Mm-hmm. He's saying, I'm only a size 13. It's not that big. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yep. I'm, me- I'm medium to slightly larger sure. than average foot. Okay. I'm not Bigfoot. All right. Don't put me in that box, he says. There's aliens. There's bigger things. Okay. Well, there's bigger <laughs> things to fry. <laughs> there's bigger things to fry right now. Mm-hmm. She comes to accept it. She agrees to keep his secret. That's sure. how they grow closer. Yep. Secrets breed love. We all know that. <laughs> you gotta have secrets. <laughs> Okay. It's famously true. I don't think that's true, but Famous, all right. Famously true. Okay. So now they're in love. <laughs> <laughs> this is all in one of. This is in the next episode. <laughs> oh, this is episode two. Okay, season one. Interesting. And then aliens come. Zoop. Okay. Big old UFO. Yep. Bloop, 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 bloop. It's mm-hmm. making the noises. It's got the lights. Yep. It's it's zooming. It's it's hovering. We got it. It's coming. All right. Um. And then that's it. That's the end. That's the last shot. 
And it's like, oh, I guess there's aliens, too. All right. Well, that's so fascinating. That's what I'm <laughs> guessing is going to happen in, se- in episode two, season one. You, I don't mean to, <laughs> to call you out here, but you have actually seen an episode <laughs> two. <laughs> but, okay. I don't remember it, though. Okay. I think you would remember if that happened. What if I didn't? Then you have a worse memory than I thought. That's true. It's true. I guess they would have admittedly a hard time keeping that under wraps if that happened in episode two. Sure. I guess. I guess. I guess the show would be marketed as Bigfoot and Science Lady <laughs> do crimes. <laughs> wow, wait, that's a good idea. I gotta write that down. Alright, write it down. Okay. Get her done. It's done. It's nonsense. So that's my prediction. Okay. Uh, perhaps in the future I'll do serious predictions. <sighs> Doing air quotes. I mean, uh, we don't have that much to go on it right now, so true. it's fine. I suspect that the upper echelons of the Pentagon know mm-hmm. something about aliens that they're not telling us. I mean, <laughs> given that he was walking out of the Pentagon at the end, yeah. I think we can reasonably make that assumption. And apparently they're okay with indoor smoking, which is interesting. <sighs> That's the worst crime. That's the worst. Terrible. All right. So then we can probably end on, we'll do kind of our our favorite moment or line or whatever. Something like that from the episode. I'll say my favorite moment. I really like the scene where they, uh, where they skip time Mm. or when they miss time, they're driving through the rain and then they miss nine minutes and then they're stopping in the rain and they, find the X on the ground, and I don't know, I just think it's a very fun scene. Mulder's very excited. Um, I don't know, I think it effectively sets up his character and their relationship, and it's just it's just a fun scene. I like that one. So. He's feeling it. I'm feeling it. He's feeling it. I also like, uh, I should have written down the line, but I do like the line where uh, she says, we, there's no way we could have missed nine minutes because time is an invariable constant. And he says, not in this zip code. Oh, yeah, that is a good, good line. That is a good line. I like it. Uh, realistically, I mean, I guess it's a couple scenes, and I'm sure it's in this show constantly, but the scenes where they're running around in the forest at <laughs> night and it's raining yeah. and they've got their little flashlights. Well, there's, little jacket. I have good news for you. There's a lot of that. <laughs> Very good. Love the vibe. Love the atmosphere. Yeah. Like when, especially towards the, I think the last one, the music got very spooky and like jangling. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <gasps> we had, we didn't talk good. about Mark Snow's music. Music's very good. We'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get into the music in future episodes. But yeah, when it was kind of the climax scene in the forest, it was very good. Yeah. Very spooky. It was fun. And now is the time when we rate the episode. Uh, so we do it on a scale from one to five. Five being the best, one being the worst. Sure. Uh, and I think I would want to say a three. I mean, okay. it's kind of hard because this is the first episode mm-hmm. that I've seen. Um, I guess technically I've seen two episodes, but, you know, I don't remember them. So yeah. this is kind of a baseline. So mm-hmm. I feel like three is a good baseline. I don't have... Any way to know how much better or worse it gets. So I'm going to do three. All right. Uh, I'll give it a four. I don't know, just because it's it's the first episode and I have a lot of nostalgia for it. it. I think it very effectively sets up Mulder and Scully's characters and their relationship and um, and the alien mythology stuff. And it's quite spooky and atmospheric. So I don't know. I think it's a good episode. 
uh, maybe I should give it a three and a half. No, I'm going to stick to four. I'm going to stick to four. It's, stick it's, to the, it's the blueprint. It started it all. I like it. It's a four. All right. All right. So I guess that's going to do it for us. Uh, join us next week when we discuss uh, season one, episode two, Deep Throat. Don't like that. Don't care for that. <laughs> <Just> Don't. <laughs> Don't Our like God. that Watergate did this to us. We'll we'll talk about it. We'll yeah. talk. We'll, we'll have many things to say about Deep Throat next time. That's true. All right, so that'll do it for this week. You can send us an email at scullynationpod at gmail dot com or follow us on Twitter or Instagram at scullynationpod. Uh, our intro music was by Groove Master Putz. You can find them on Bandcamp. That's P U T Z. So we'll see you next week. Uh, I've been Ella. And I've been Amanda. And remember, trust no one except for us.